All right. Good morning. Thank you for joining us again for the Matora Tour podcast. I feel like I needed <laughs> to do that one for this for talking heavy metal today. I'm uh, going to go and talk about uh, the Super Bowl and how, once again, it's not going to have a metal band performing or even rock. Like they keep picking pop bands. It's like, can we get some variety here? But before we get to that, we'll go through a little bit of current news that's going on. Uh, quite a few bands who've put some new tracks out. One I didn't put on here was Lamb of God just released a new track. I haven't heard it yet, but they're going to be releasing a new uh, deluxe edition mm-hmm. of the album that they just put out. So it should have a few more. It'll have a few more tracks on it and a live DVD. I don't know if it's CD or DVD other performance that I think was like the quarantine sessions that they did. I think I don't, I don't I didn't so wait, fully read on it. There's a special edition where it, so wait, there's an edition now and then there's an edition where it comes out with more songs. Yeah. they they do have some unreleased tracks that they're going to be putting out. Um, and with this is also going to be, uh, a live album. That's also like, it sounded very. It's, by the name of it, it sounded very recent. I'm like, okay, so this isn't, this isn't like a live show that they did. This is just something, uh, very recent. I don't know. Let me see. From their September 18th live stream performance in Richmond, Virginia, is what's going to be the DVD track, uh, which I think was September 18th. I think that was part of like the pandemic. They did a, a like a live show, live stream. And yeah. I guess they're going to be putting that in a DVD. Uh, either that or this was right before the pandemic. I'm not sure. I kind of like those, though. I like they started those in Japan sooner than they started here, where they just started like incorporating new technology so you could like almost experience it better almost in VR or whatever. And I like that. Well, um, Baron Orchestra did that for their Christmas show, and we got it and watched it because TSO, no matter what format that they do, is a phenomenal show. Yeah. And... We, I, I liked it, but it's not the same as when you're there. They did try to capture that essence, yeah. Uh, but it's completely different when you're there. You those, Absolutely different. You need those 4D theater chairs that <laughs> rumble, you know, going on the yeah, rock oh, on yeah. the side. The, the, you need something that makes I it fully I need a T-Rex in my face. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's uh, the live streaming thing is, is good that they've been doing that. Um, uh, it's not too much of an issue. So it's a good way that they found a way around... Uh, what's like this pandemic that they were able to keep doing something to keep bringing revenue in because bands talk about that's their number one form of revenue is touring. So right, you take yeah. away the, the live shows and that kind of screws you. you. You can't bring your income in. So what do you, what do you do? Oh no, I like the live stream thing and I get like, they're all hurting from money right now. I, I'm, I'm just not a big personal fan of the, like you said, there's an album and then there's a special edition album. I, I just don't like the fact that you kind of have to buy the same thing twice, but then one just has more stuff. Like, why wouldn't I just wait for the one? Right. I, 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 I don't like when that, when bands do that. Um, don't worry. I like the live thing to get the money back though. Right. Right. Yeah. That, I absolutely agree with that. That's everything else is great that they're doing. But like you said, the, just just the extra thing. It's like, why pay that extra bit? I can just buy those songs individually from the deluxe versions because odds are they put that out that you can just buy those songs individually except for with streaming now I don't know how the hell they do it but I mean unless you're like including something else you know to cover the price of like oh I've already bought these these songs right 
Right. You got to incentivize it in some way. So they've put out something new. Um, T-shirts. Gemini Syndrome released a new track called uh, IDK. And I watched the music video and it's kind of like it had corn vibes to it. But it did like they did the uh, the 80s computer grid kind of thing. You know, whenever you see movies like how they have that tile grid that's like transparent. Uh, They did that. And I mean, it was good. It, okay, it okay. played along with the song. It did pretty well. So I, I, I'd say it was it was a very good uh, music video. It's a good song. I, I definitely. I was gonna say, say were you talking about like like live corn music video, or are you talking about like animated? No, like I watched this one? and immediately thought of coming down. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, or uh, coming undone. That's the that's the name of the corn song. Coming <laughs> undone. Uh, like that, it, that immediately popped into my head while I was watching this music video. So that's why I thought that it kind of had that corn vibe. Um, immediately popped out at me. I like not corn, corn. <laughs> uh, the other bands, uh, Vera Union has put out a song titled Soul of the Beautiful. Um, that was a, they do some really good job uh, with their music. I, I kind of wish that they would put another album out. They keep putting out these like singles individually, I, sporadically, you know, sprinkled here and there. And it's like, can we get another album? Please. Right, yeah, because you know eventually it might even just become an album and it's like, well, why are you just taking so long? Right, yeah. Why are you putting this out one by one by one by one by one over a year and a half, two years? And I mean, they they did go through a whole decades thing where they were celebrating being together for a decade. And a lot of this is coming off of that, but it's still, it's not part of that. It's something different. And I'm like, mm. so when are we going to get the new album? That's all I know. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like this all going together to be an album. Yeah. Cause there's sometimes where like albums have like, like a couple songs that sound completely different and it doesn't really match the thing, but I, I, I don't mind that as much. You know what I mean? As long as it's like, this is the set, this is the thing. This is what I'm comparing compared to your other Albums, you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. Can I look at this track listing compared to the other track listings? Right. Um, so that's we'll see how they where if they do put out an album, uh, I'll be giving that update at some point. Um, a killer's confession, which is Waylon Revis. He was the former. He used to sing for Mushroom Head. Oh, he's okay. kind of he's kind of where they he took it to a new level, and I loved him on Mushroom Head. He's gone and made his own band. It started out okay. I'm like, eh, yeah, I like your music, but you need to, you know, you still need to find your fit because that's when a super group gets together. You got five different guys who had different styles that are trying to come together to make cooks and in it, the kitchen. And it start it, at first. It sounds weird, and then they start to find their groove, and then they start to build some good music. And this new one uh, titled "Remember" is very good. Uh, it's kind of like commercial commercialized sound, but it sounds very good and kind of like. Him and Mushroom Head is okay. what it sounds, and I'm happy about that. Because I, because I just like Mushroom Head in general. So I mean, he, like hearing like that mixed with other things. Is, yeah, isn't yeah. So he's he's doing a great job, and I I fully support him. I love all the music that he's making. It's going great for him. Uh, the final bit of current news is that System of a Down has done a music video for Genocidal Humanoids. I just saw that, actually. I, yeah. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, it, I thought it turned out very good. Um, it's interesting seeing these older bands do a new spin on music videos. Like when ACDC did it for Shot in the Dark. Yeah, yeah. That was an interesting spin on things. And now this this was a bit crazy. Like over the, This was System of a Down. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching, you know, the 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 first one, the first one had a very powerful message with Protect the Land, and I loved it, and it was great. It showed the band, but they weren't performing. It was just, they wanted to put the focus on what the song's about, mm-hmm. which is the current conflict in their home country. This one showed System of Down. Yeah, them they being crazy to be like, and them doing everything. Well, well, that's because that's always been their thing was like, like everything, almost like globalism, you know, with that and not trying to get into that, but... Then, but then it's always been like that. That was their thing. So this is almost like their two halves, like the the, the preaching part, and then the this is us thing. And I I like that that it's almost now become its own thing of like of like they have to sh- they have to separate it right of. right. But that also plays into uh, our topic for this uh, video, which is once again a medalist Super Bowl, and I don't know if it's just the NFL doesn't want to put that kind of stuff on TV or if it's the bands because Metallica has stated every single year that that a metal band isn't picked. A lot of people say, why don't you pick Metallica? Pick Metallica. They're a huge band. They're well known. Everyone knows them, yeah. And they can represent the metal community. I mean, a lot of the metal community doesn't like Metallica because it's like that's not being over commercialized isn't the representation of metalheads. Metalheads are secluded outcasts that they found this genre to represent themselves and they don't want to be part of society. Whereas Metallica, their music is part of movies, TV shows, commercials, and stuff like that. That's all integrated into society. And it's like, that's not us. That's not how we represent ourselves. And we don't want that to represent us. But at the same time, again, it's metal. It's still a metal band. They still do phenomenal metal. I loved Hardwired to Self-Destruct. That album was amazing compared to uh, Death Magnetic, which a lot of fans, like a lot of metal fans put out that Death Magnetic should not exist. But <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like Death Magnetic. I love all this, all those tracks. I love Hardwired to Self-Destruct. That is like hardcore essence of Metallica right mm-hmm. there. I love that album. That was, that was great. That's why I went out to Philadelphia to see Metallica live and see them perform a lot of those tracks that, and hoping that you get from that great. album. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that everything about that was great. So, but they've come out and James has even said, I, I can't do the, the whole song and dance kind of thing. Like that's what pop shows. That's what they put in the Super Bowl is you have to have something that can catch everybody's attention. And they want, they want you to remember it. And it's not like it's not memorable, but I think there's, I think there's a conflict. I think there's a confliction because like you said, like not even with just Metallica, but like the whole metal being in the Super Bowl thing because they don't because they themselves wouldn't most most wouldn't want to be like in that sort of front line sort of everyone can see it kind of thing everyone yeah. like oh, like you said like the pop the pop songs always try to like incorporate to everybody and everything and in my opinion it just seems like a conflict of like in itself and a confliction of like what they of what they're trying of what the Super Bowl itself is trying to do yeah and I Going off of that, it seems like the one thing that everybody loves the most about the Super Bowl halftime shows is the screw ups. You know, nobody, I, I'm, I doubt anybody remembers Katy Perry's performance, but they remember Left Shark that screwed up the choreography. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Katy Perry performed once again, yippee, whoop de doo, but the freaking shark that screwed up the choreography made it throughout all of the headlines. 
that entire year. Well, that's that's <laughs> human beings. Human beings love like harping on like what did you do because they don't want to know what what they did wrong. But like you hearing someone else makes you feel so much better. Right. Right. And then of course the the uh, the scandal that everybody to this day can still remember was Janet Jackson being revealed. Okay. Uh-huh. And so of course the pop stars making these mistakes and having things go wrong during their shows is what's making it even more popular. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Um, obviously you're not going to have that kind of screw up with a metal band unless it's the Grammys and they screw up that Metallica is the one who came out with the song Moth to Flames, not Lady Gaga. <laughs> I don't know how you make that mistake. Like how that pissed me off that the the announcers like Lady Gaga's Moth to Flames. I'm like, no, and didn't even mention Metallica, not featuring Metallica, not that Metallica was even involved. They, she just announced it's Lady Gaga's Moth into Flames. I'm like, no, she didn't write the song. She's being featured in this performance. And then uh, they screwed up the um. They they claim that a uh, uh, tech accidentally kicked the microphone uh, connection. And that's why James's mic wasn't connected for the first verse entirely. And that he walked over to Gaga and started singing into her microphone so that he could do the song. And mm-hmm. by, I, 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 his reaction at the end of it was completely just that he tossed it. He tossed that guitar off to the mic, off to the side props to the guy, uh, the stagehand who actually caught that guitar that I watched that. <laughs> and that was great. He's standing there and, James just chucked a guitar and this dude was ready for it and caught it. I was impressed by that. That was not rehearsed. You could tell. Well, yeah, he's probably pissed off. Yeah, he got he got very pissed off about that. And uh, like, oh, this like whatever thousand dollars of guitar. Fuck it. Right. What? And I mean, that obviously they got so much recognition for being there. Because um, I don't even think that a metal band has been in the main spotlight during the Grammys since Slipknot performed before I forget, live on the Grammys. Yeah. And that was nine dudes going crazy on stage in masks. So I, I think that from that point forward, everybody's like, okay, let's not have them on live television anymore. Let's, let's just have like the, the craziest ones. Like, <laughs> I mean, and it's well, sad. That's your problem is, you, well, not that, not that there's anything wrong with Slipknot, but like, you do, like if you want it to be a certain kind of thing, don't invite the thing where it's like, oh, we're all going to go, we're all going to be wearing masks be doing our own thing because they have to or else it's not them you know what i mean the- right right it's like understand who you're who you're going to be having do this but they were that's that track blew up not only just in the metal community but across like everybody knew that song outside of the metal community that's mm-hmm. what was big and this isn't this isn't metallica this isn't one of these 80s bands that made it to huge this is current day these were this was a modern song that blew up outside of the metal world. So that was big. And then and then it blows up in the metal world because then people are like, it's not, it is, it's... it's yeah, and they go back and forth. I mean, but that's that, I think that's been acclaimed as their best album so far, Volume 3. That's the one that everybody knows, everybody listens to, everybody loves that one. Um, they weren't happy about All Hope Is Gone. Slipknot wasn't even happy with All Hope Is Gone. They, they felt that that was like a one that they could forget. Um, since then they've just they love their albums but they're putting them out too far apart because Corey wants to do his other things and I think since Paul passed away they just want to step back and it's like yeah we still want to be part of this band we still want to do this but without him it's not the same 
Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to. Yeah, I I can understand that. But it's like, look at where your fans are. Your fans want to see you guys perform and want to go to your shows like crazy. If If they're willing to spend shitloads of money seeing you, let them. Just let them. That's where you need to keep your priorities. Well, because if you want to say that you're still together, then I think you have the obligation to at least, you know, do that. Right. Right. And they they still do. They put out um, We're Not Your Kind. That was a good album. Mm -hmm. The the Grey Chapter was great in being a tribute to Paul. You're right. Uh, The the couple of tracks that they put on there in tribute for him, that was a great homage. Um, So, yeah, I understand it. I like it. But again, coming back to you know this this commercialized thing, it's like I feel like that's the only way that it could potentially get there. But I think that what the NFL could do is they they want to start to expand. I mean, it's more of a political thing that they want to expand and be diversified and be other things. Bring in foreign artists. Okay, that's where you can start to actually get some more momentum and start with BTS. If you start with BTS. Mm. I'll let it. I'll let it happen. I'm not going to complain about it if it opens up the door to allow baby metal to come in because baby metal would be a perfect representation of they do the pop performance with a metal background and that's where you can have this best of both worlds. You can have a pop band performing. I mean, obviously we can't understand them because they sing in Japanese, but you can get this pop performance that everybody's going to remember, and you're going to have this heavy metal performance that's happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that they could pull it off. I think that they could pull, pull off a hell of a uh, halftime show, especially seeing as the, I, I, I read an interview um, with with Sui and Moe, who are the only two left because Yui left, mm-hmm. um, who are doing, who were talking about where their popularity, where they realized that their popularity is mm-hmm. and when they peaked. And they, Sui said it was when they did Wembley. That's when she realized that they had made it big. They did a huge arena show, sold out Wembley Stadium in the UK, outside of Japan. Now, they were doing huge shows in Japan, but they went to the UK to Wembley Stadium, huge, huge stadium, sold it out, and did a phenomenal show. See, I, I think for like a show, like like an actual like concert show or even like the live stream show for them, they could do it here, but that's because then it would mostly be their audience going to it. I, I, for the Super Bowl, I don't know about that. Cause there's like a lot of like, like old school people that would go to it. that would be like, what the fuck is that? yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't feel too. They feel weird. Like weird why, about why, it. Why, but why are these, why are these little tiny Asian girls like screaming? But screaming? they did, they <laughs> did come to the U S and go to the forum in LA and sold that out. And oh, I'm for, not, yeah. for metal artists to do that, that's a big step. Now, a lot of met, a lot of the metal community doesn't acknowledge baby metal because of how weird of a genre it is. But the thing that my wife and I love to point out is they've got the recognition and the support from the huge metal acts. Rob Zombie supports them. Metallica supports them. Uh, I think, I don't know if they did Rob Zombie. I don't know if um, Marilyn Manson did with them. Like they, they They were posting photos with all these bands and people. Rob Halford of Judas Priest, huge name in the metal community doing a picture with them and how much he loves their music. Like that is showing where the level is of respect that the metal community or the metal artists have given this, 
the these young girls and touring why isn't the community that's the thing like you've got a lot of metalheads that love this band and will love and will go and support this but there's still a lot of pushback that they're not metal they're like it's not metal it's it's something weird it's like that's you branch out metal is evolving metal is expanding metal is encompassing everything now and i love it well that's because you're trying to get that volatile community mixed with well communities like the weeb community where you know what i mean like like it obviously like that's why that pops up in my search stuff because i watch anime you know what i mean that's like that's in my search history the metals in my search history so it kind of comes together and it just keeps coming up and i and, honestly that's where i felt like they definitely were embracing a lot of things and that's where they expanded is you had the anime community who just is so devoted to that which they do have a lot of metal bands perform for anime intros oh, yeah. and outros There's so many like and that, that's why I've said uh, the um, the Kingslayer f- uh, from Bring Me the Horizon that song you could hear that as an outro literally yeah. that could be some hardcore anime's outro and you would love it even more if it was I, I would I, I love that song they did a fantastic job with that proving you know mixing together Bring Me the Horizons, uh, grungy kind of sound with a bit of electronic because that's how they do it, with baby metal sound that's very unique to them and managed to mesh it into a perfect song. That out of out of all the tracks on that EP that Bring Me the Horizon put out, that is my number one favorite. I love I love all the tracks from that. There's one that uh, that features uh, Amy Lee. We're iffy about that. I mean, it's a good song. But we're just like it's not one of our favorites to like always listen to. Yeah, every other track, the whole thing anyway. Every other track though, we love we we put on repeat. Love, love, love listening to them. And Kingslayer is number one. Uh, when that I I heard that they were going to do a collaboration. We knew about that beforehand. We couldn't wait. They dropped that, and it was like, oh my god, I cannot. Believe, I the <laughs> second that that I think it was like midnight or sometime after, or maybe it was the morning after um, when I woke up. I played that song and then I, I ran up here and I uh, I played it for her. I'm like, oh my God, this sounds great. I said, did you hear this? She goes, no, I haven't heard it yet. And played it and she's like, okay, yeah, this is now my new favorite song. <laughs> so see, we love it. See, I feel like Baby Metal would have a better chance of it. But the one, the, the one like, like foreign metal band that I always think of whenever like I would go for that, like if you're going like at least in that sort of like region would be like Maximum the Hormone if you're going to be doing that cuz they they cuz they've done so cuz they've done so many songs where it, it like it has such a good but and it doesn't have the whole like aspect of like why am i watching like little girl like little asian girls in dresses thing i mean and not obviously i don't have a problem with that but i know a bunch of people would be looking would be would have that look you know what i mean yeah, like what they, is this be looking at this like what the hell am i watching and i don't understand what's going on it, it's like do i like it do i not like it am i supposed to like it i have no clue what's happening and then but then there's so many people that would like immediately like the switch of flip like Right. I don't want to like this, so I'm not going to like this. Right. I don't want to go home right. and That's, talk to my coworkers like, did you hear about, about Baby Mount? Yeah, <laughs> like, that, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's got weird reactions. The other one that I think um, that sells out all their shows, especially in America, is Rammstein. I'm surprised they haven't. They've been around since the 80s. They've been blowing up everywhere around the world. I mean, they don't come to the U.S. that often. I think that's why. If they came to the U.S. a lot more, 
Maybe they'd be a, an interesting halftime show. I mean, they put on a scary show, but uh, it would be at least a step in the door. It would be something different. You know what I mean? It, right. I, I think it's just at this point, you just want, I would want like a taste of something different. Like I, like I, like I'm in sort of that kind of headset, like, oh, where I, I don't like a lot of things that are in the front line because they're put there so much. Like right. you said, it's always pop songs. Like I don't want to listen to a pop song that I've heard 50 billion times. Like, I don't want to hear Katy Perry or Katy Perry up there or, or whoever, you know, singing. I think it's, up. Uh, I think it's The Weeknd this the year weekend? that's going to be doing it. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I yeah, I mean, I, his song Blinding Lights is is good. I love the cover that um, Fame on Fire did of the song. They did a phenomenal job making that a rock song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, hearing another one of them. The one that I... Uh, I was hoping was going to be last year's was um, Godsmack. Mm, I was hoping it was going to be Godsmack because just before they announced who officially was the band. Okay. Right before they announced it was Maroon 5. They put out a video. Godsmack put out a video for When Legends Rise Mm -hmm. for that song. And it was all clips from the NFL. It was the playoffs of the NFL. And oh, like, and I'm like, oh my god, they got they got this track to be an NFL song. Could they be the halftime show? Could it actually be them? And we're finally gonna get a metal band, and they're like, no, Maroon Five's gonna play. I'm like, fuck, come on, was, like, I was I'm seriously. Like, uh, I'm like, I understand that they're you know they're very popular rock. I'll say that loosely, rock band because I don't I I wouldn't I really put them in the same category as a Godsmack or somebody else, but. I, I, I would hope not. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, and and looking through uh, the NFL's halftime show history, Aerosmith did perform, so that's okay. uh, that's at least a rock. That's at least one, and uh, a lot of people would probably argue that Bruce Springsteen is, you know, the boss is definitely a rock band, and it's like, okay, I got two, and we're on what fifty five. 55, 56, I don't know what, what Super Bowl worked. I stopped, I stopped watching football and, and mostly because I didn't care about it anymore and throw on top of that the halftime shows. We did watch the Lady Gaga show because she's come out as a metalhead. She came out as a metalhead about a year before that. So like finally really started to talk about like, yes, I listen to metal a lot. I'm yeah. very I, like, I love Iron Maiden. I love Metallica. These are my kind of bands. And it's like, you're a pop star supporting these bands and I love it. And we wanted to see her performance in the show because it's like, could we get something that's a bit of a tease in the realm of metal? I'm like, this is about probably the closest that we're going to get is a metal fan does the, does the show does the halftime show, but it's like, can we please get a metal band involved in some way, shape or form? I mean, slash did perform with the hell was that? I knew she did it with Fergie, but I forget who was performing that year. Well, I mean, if it's not okay, no, this is just my opinion. If it's if it's just him with someone else, not even in the band or anything, it's not really. I mean, yeah, I guess if you make it a metal song, but it's it's, it's kind of like the same thing as just being like, oh, here's the band, here's Metallica, here's a slip, you know, something. Right, right. It's not the same as having the whole band there, uh, but I mean, it's at least some representation. It's like we're not getting something. any representation whatsoever. Nothing. I mean, it's funny because you watch horror movies or you watch action movies. They pick rock and metal songs. Those are what go in those types of movies and people love it. But you can't get them outside of that. 
You literally can't get him outside any of that shit. It's like, come on, what's I mean, going on? Yeah, it's like weird you're willing to acknowledge it to that level, but that's it. That's all you get. It's like you stay in your corner and do what you're supposed to do, and we'll we'll occasionally pick one of you that we like and throw you in here. Because um, uh, when Ice Nine Kills did their track that's called uh, It Is The End, okay? yeah, yeah. it came out between the first It movie and the second It movie, and they tried to get it into the second It movie. And the people turned it down. They're like, no, we're, we're not feeling it. And it's like, come on. They did a song about it. Put it in there. If there's any other time that you need to put a metal track in there, literally put it in a film about the song. <laughs> I mean, especially if it's like a good song. I mean, like there's like there's a lot of songs that like get put into movies that e- even though the song isn't that good, it's just because of like the namesake of the band. Right. Like, and it just fits along with it. Like, like, like for the Venom movie, whenever Eminem did the one song for for Venom, I didn't like that. I did not like the Venom song at all. But I they had him. Know. But they had it. They had him do it, or or at least I would say like they had him involved just to have his name in there. And I'm like, I mean, if it was a better song, okay. But I I don't know. It, to me, it's a mystery as to why they do this kind of stuff. Honestly, that song from Ice Nine Kills is. Mm. It's the last track on the album, and it is a crescendo. They end it in a perfect way that gives you chills every time you listen to it. It's like, yes, this is the finale of this album, and it's great. I love it. Um, so I, I, I wish that they wouldn't have done something for that uh, along those lines. Um, like I said, it, them nitpicking as to what they, they want to put in there, who they want to acknowledge, who they want to allow it's just getting annoying. Uh, Ford, you know, we've got another episode that'll be going up after this uh, that I was talking with Zach about. Uh, and in it, we, we're comparing the Ford Raptor to the uh, Ram TRX because that's kind of how the, the level playing field is right now. Um, they, Ford chose the Enter Sandman song by Metallica for mm-hmm. their promo. Uh, and the video that I, I watched a video about that that was before the reveal of the truck, um, and they said that that was taking a jab at how uh, Ram used Mister Sandman, that you know cutesy tune of um, you know Mister Sandman, give me a sign or something like that. That uh, that fifty sounding song of like you know Mister Sandman put me to sleep. Something I I don't remember what the, I don't know what the, the lyrics are. You'll know it if you hear it. Right. Yeah. But. The, the jab was that they took the uh, they took Metallica's Enter Sandman. So they took this, you know, for or Ram is like, yeah, we're going to use this song. And it didn't make any sense when you're showing off a massive, powerful truck. It's like, okay. But Ford came out and they're like, now this is the song that you need to use. And they used Metallica's Enter Sandman. Um, counter to uh, years ago, a couple of years ago, when Dodge unveiled the uh, Demon. And they used Metallica's fuel for that, yeah. uh, which was which made it very iconic and very uh, memorable because it showed like the the Hellcat. It was supposed to be spawning from the Hellcat. Is how they did this. It was a tuned up Hellcat engine that was powerful, and it's the Demon engine now. And they had the the Hellcat, you know, like um, 
slowly like solidify and harden and then it explodes and shows the demon inside of it and it's but it was using Metallica's fuel song for it yeah and then when they unveiled the car itself they had the song playing whenever they actually brought the car out because um, they the, the because of, they were showing off and how it was uh, this unbelievable car on the drag strip that broke regulations for a production car that like even the drag drag uh National Drag Racing Association, I don't remember what they're called, the NHRA, they came out and said, uh, you're not allowed to have this car run on the drag strip without certain safety modifications. And they're like, that's all we need. You came out and said that this production car is illegal on your strip, and we're going to take that, we're going to run with it. And again, <laughs> they use that to, to marketing, and they used metal bands to the marketing. It's like, okay, it's all around. Literally, everybody's embracing this. Why won't certain associations embrace it? Um, and getting back to, um, sorry, just sorry to cut you off, but um, Are you good? But with the Grammys, okay, they don't even play the metal band awards on live television. That happens in a pre-show. And if you've watched that, it's sad because the entire auditorium is empty except for the metal bands that are supposed to be there to receive the awards. Yeah, it's like that's it. Like, why, why, why are you kicking everyone? Like, why are you kicking them all to like the kids' table or whatever? Right, uh, you know, I because I, um, Megadeth won for Dystopia, I think, when that came out, and got, I felt like it was an ultimate kick in the nuts when they did that because uh, apparently the uh, orchestra only knows certain songs, and the song that they knew was Metallica's either. Master Puppets? I don't remember. It was a popular song, but mm. it was a Metallica song. And like Dave Mustaine had problems with Metallica, which is why he left and created Megadeth. And you chose that while he's walking down to accept his award to play a Metallica song. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. But he said, it, it, he, it was funny because he said it afterwards, he was so caught up in the moment. He had no clue that what they were playing. He didn't know. So oh. watching back, he, he was kind of laughing at that. He goes, oh, yeah, of course, that's what like that's what they were playing. But he re- he was just enjoying it. He's like, I really don't care. It's like, if that's what they were playing, whatever. I don't give a shit. I just won an award. That's all that mattered to him, right. like, uh, which I understand. But again, it's like you us fans look at that as like, man, did you just take a jab at him? Like, if we know the history, we know the history well, of, of this. fans are more offended than the actual guy. That's how most of the time it happens. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's it's not the people involved in it that are that have a problem with it. It's the people outside. No, and then whenever the actual person themselves has a problem, like where they're like either throwing or they're actually arguing with the person, then the fans are a bit calmer. They're like, okay, we got this out. He got this out himself. He's fine. But it's like, let him speak for himself. Right. And that yeah, was that was the that was the that's best a whole thing about topic. That was the best thing about Dave is that he uh, he accepted it. He's like, you know what. I, I got an award. I don't care if that's what they were playing. I don't care if that's what was associated with me walking up onto that stage. I was caught up in the moment of I won the award. They didn't. I did. Well, I don't think they had a song out that year, but he didn't care. He really didn't care. So I, I give him props for that. And I, he, he handled it respectfully. I, I, I do appreciate that. Um, but, you know, I think we'll end this episode here. It's a bit of a short one. Um, but again, I, I wish metal had more is more involvement in a lot more things. You know, these these organizations acknowledge them, not to the extent that we'd like. And uh, I, it's funny because 
every year, every single year, there's a petition that starts to see Guar perform in the halftime show. Oh, you're never going God. to get that one. I swear to God, if if anybody actually does research on these on these bands before they put them in the halftime show, you will never get that one to perform. Ever. So you can keep trying it. I've signed that well, petition a couple times. Well, I honestly admit that. But Well, especially after like the funeral. You know I mean... Uh, yeah, without Odorous, it's completely different. But, I mean, yeah. God, what a cool funeral. <laughs> like, did, you, did you watch the Oh, movie? yeah, I've watched that. The, oh, that my God. I, I, wanna, know. I, can't, I, w- I needed to get that done. I know. It's, uh, I, I mean, again, I... I wish that they they get. I wish metal would get more recognition. They're used for a lot of stuff. A lot of people would know and understand it. Hell, it was down to five guys today, and they started playing Metallica's "King of Nothing" well, over, the, the, over whole, the radio. Like, the, the whole essence of of metal itself, I feel like, is one is a primal emotion in itself. You know what I mean? And but then, and, and everyone likes using that. They like that, but then they don't. But they don't want it in the front. It's as I've said. Metal is a very is is raw with the emotion. Compared to other artists, metal is very raw with the emotions and very hardcore. So maybe someday we'll see it. We don't know. Um, hopefully, but it's up in the air. May, you know, I'm hoping someday I see a metal band as, I, I mean, I'll definitely watch that Super Bowl game. You put a metal band on there, you'll have my attention. You'll get a lot more viewers for that if you actually have a metal band on there. But uh, until that point, it's just... It's just hoping and praying. Wait, what's do you know who the, who this year is? I said the weekend. I think because okay. I, I saw that he uh, he apparently spent like seven million dollars of his own money for the set for this. So I think he's like gone over the top to make sure it's like a phenomenal show for himself. So I'm like, hey, if you want to do that, go ahead, do what you got to do. I mean, if the the record label doesn't want to do that, let them. But obviously, that's something that. That's an even bigger point is that you're not going to, the, the record labels aren't going to support that for a metal show. No way are they going to no. dump that much money into letting Metallica put on that hell of a show. No way. So it's a disappointment, but you know, we're going to cut it off here. Uh, thank you for joining us and we will see you in the next video. Thank you.